As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries Season 2 Episode 3 Pues Marina, ¿qué te parece la, la nueva música? He alucinado, me encanta, suena genial. He alucinado. Um, I think you were gobsmacked, is that right? Eso es, he alucinado pepinillos. <laughs> Brilliant. We are back with another episode of the Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries and we are following our, our friends as they travel through the, well, at the moment through Peru. Last time they were in Cuzco and this time they're heading to Sacsayhuaman and we'll find out more about that. Uh, each episode is uh, centered around a text and we'll be going through that text and talking about all the language contained in the text, giving you further examples and helping you build your understanding and comprehension of Spanish. Marina, ¿qué tal estás? Pues estoy muy bien. ¿Y tú qué tal estás, Mark? Muy bien, con muchas ganas de, de descubrir otro lugar, otra ciudad en, en Sudamérica con este episodio. Sí, vamos a descubrir muchas cosas nuevas. Perfecto, pues entonces vamos a empezar. Sacsayhuaman era precioso. Estaba a escasos kilómetros del centro de la ciudad, así que, si nos organizábamos bien, podíamos seguir viendo Cuzco por la tarde. A Luisa le encantaban las piedras viejas, así que hicimos el tour guiado. Nos hablaron de los incas y de la fortaleza ceremonial, de los ritos y de la cultura precolombina. A Luisa le hacían los ojos chiribitas. Mientras tanto, Esteban y yo estábamos más ansiosos por el paseo a caballo. Había encarecido el precio del tour, pero merecía la pena. Cuando terminamos, volvimos al centro y comimos pisco y cuí. 
Creo que la comida era lo que más me estaba gustando del viaje. Como no pudimos ver San Blas, pasamos la tarde allí. Vimos los talleres y la iglesia construida sobre el templo inca. Compramos algunos recuerdos en los puestos locales. Terminamos el día en un bar, probando la cerveza cusqueña. Esteban, que probó todas las variedades, terminó un poco piripi. Y creo que me lanzó la caña en varias ocasiones. So, as we know, we're in Sacsayhuaman, and we mentioned last time that this means, this word in, in Quechua means uh, a satisfied hawk or, or falcon. That's it. Halcón satisfecho in Spanish. Oh, yeah. So, Sacsayhuaman is uh, beautiful, or era precioso. It was beautiful. Estaba a escasos kilómetros del centro de la ciudad. Así que... Si nos organizábamos bien, podíamos seguir viendo Cuzco por la tarde. Right, so there's an interesting expression here. Estaba a escasos kilómetros del centro de la ciudad. So we're talking about it was at something kilometers from the center of the city. So we're, we're going to leave it there. Let's look forward in the, in the sentence and see if we can work out what escasos means by the context. So... Estaba a escasos kilómetros del centro de la ciudad. Así que, si nos organizábamos bien, so if we organize ourselves well, podíamos seguir viendo Cuzco por la tarde. Podíamos seguir viendo, that's like, podíamos continuar. We could continue seeing Cuzco in the afternoon. So, I wonder if our listeners can work out what escasos means. If they were going to be able to see Cuzco again in the afternoon, and it was something kilometers from the center of the city. Marina, can you help us with escaso? Sí, escasos, pues podríamos decir que un sinónimo es pocos. So, it was at a few kilometers. Escaso is literally, I think it's linked to the word scarce in, in English. So it was at scarce kilometers, scarcely at a few kilometers or something like that, from the center of the city. It's a useful word. Can, can you give us another example of how we would use escaso? Por ejemplo, la comida era un poco escasa. Ah, right. Okay. So um, perhaps you've you've gone to a restaurant and you're, maybe it's an expensive restaurant, but for the price, you're not getting a lot of food. So there, was, well, there wasn't a lot of food. Food was pretty scarce in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Ese es un ejemplo. O he perdido mm, escasos kilos desde Navidad. Okay, I've lost a few kilos since Christmas. Pues, enhorabuena, yo no. One thing before we go on, can I also ask you, am I right in thinking that escaso, particularly in Spain, has the same meaning as tacaño, like when someone is stingy? ¿Eres escaso? No, no lo utilizaríamos. Okay, so we've sorted out escasos kilómetros. Let's continue with the next sentence. A Luisa... Le encantaban las piedras viejas, así que hicimos el tour guiado. 
Okay, so las piedras viejas literally are old stones. But here I think we're talking about ancient ruins and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I would say here it's a bit of a metaphor and we are referring to that, to the to the Sacsayhuaman, this fortaleza. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a Luisa le encantaban las piedras viejas. So she loved literally old stones or ruins. Así que hicimos el tour guiado. And therefore, we did the guided tour. Nos hablaron de los incas y de la fortaleza ceremonial, de los ritos y de la cultura precolombina. Right, so this is what the, the guided tour was all about. So they spoke to us, nos hablaron. We've not really mentioned who it is that's doing the speaking, but there are more. there's more than one person. So nos hablaron, they spoke to us, or we were told. De los Incas, about the Incas. Y de la fortaleza ceremonial. And about the, the ceremonial fortress. De los ritos, about the rites. Y de la cultura precolombina. So this is the pre-Columbian culture. Tell us a little about that word. Uh, this word is made up of a suffix. Tenemos el sufijo pre, que significa mm-hmm. antes de. And then we have colombina, that comes from the name of Columbus, Colón, in Spanish. Okay, so Colón, Cristóbal Colón, and this is the culture, pre-Columbian culture, the culture or the indigenous culture before Columbus arrived in, in South America. Just coming back to ritos, I mentioned ritos being translated as right, and when I say right, I mean R-I-T-E, as opposed to one's rights, the, 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 the things that one is allowed to do. So this is a ritual, as opposed to the rights, uh, the R-I-G-H-T um, of, of the Incas. So we're talking about the, the Inca rituals. Mm-hmm. A Luisa le hacían los ojos chiribitas. Okay. This is a fabulous expression. Can you tell us about it? Yes, this is a very interesting and common expression. Le hacían los ojos chiribitas. Hacer los ojos chiribitas, which means like chispas. Mark, do you know what chispas mean? So chispa is a a spark. So something about making the eyes sparkle or something like that. Yes, that's it. So you can think of maybe when you were a kid and you were watching cartoons. Imagine Mickey Mouse excited about something and he has like sparkling eyes with stars so it's kind of that idea right okay can i just ask you a little about the the grammar that's going on here what is the subject of this sentence los ojos right okay so what we're saying is a luisa le hacían los ojos chiribitas could we say this by saying a luisa los ojos le hacían chiribitas yeah that's perfect so, to Luisa, the eyes were making her chiribitas. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so if I want to say, um, uh, if I was surprised by something or if I thought something was amazing, could I say, me hacían los ojos chiribitas? That's right. You can say, me hacían los ojos chiribitas, or you can say, los ojos me hacían chiribitas. Right. So, the crucial thing is here. The subject is the eyes. It's not the thing that's making my eyes 
Chiribitas, it's my eyes are making sparkles. Yeah, that's right. Right. This is a little tricky, I think. <laughs> um, I'm finding it tricky. Um, I'm sure some of our listeners are finding it tricky too, but it's good to to have a chat about this. Um, me hacían los ojos chiribitas, or los ojos, using English word order if we like, los ojos me hacían chiribitas. Perfecto. Let's try and use that phrase before next week. That can be this week's <laughs> phrase. <laughs> Let's continue on. Mientras tanto... Esteban y yo estábamos más ansiosos por el paseo a caballo. Okay, mientras tanto is a really useful expression. It means in the meantime, in meanwhile. So it's used for describing what's happening while something else is happening. Luisa's all excited about the, the pre-Columbian or pre-Columbian uh, cultures. Mientras tanto, Esteban y yo estábamos más ansiosos por el paseo a caballo. So Esteban and I were more ansiosos about the horse ride, about the about going on the horses. Marina, tell us about ansioso, because I think it can potentially cause us a little bit of concern. We might be a little bit... Um, it might cause us some difficulty in terms of translating. Yeah, because it can mean two different things. So you can think of ansioso like in a negative way to be too worried about something but in this case ansioso means to be looking forward to doing something like here they are looking forward going to the horse ride so they couldn't wait for the horse ride um, in that sense but it can have the meaning of to be anxious or to be worried about something and i guess we really need to see from the the context um, and I think our next sentence will actually help us identify that context. Mm -hmm. Vamos a encontrar la clave en la última parte. Había encarecido el precio del tour, pero merecía la pena. So, um, this paseo a caballo había encarecido. So, you may not know that word, but you will know the word caro, meaning expensive. So, había encarecido el precio del tour. It had increased the price of the tour. It had made the tour more expensive. Pero merecía la pena. But it was worth it. Merecía la pena. So now we know that the ansioso is much more referring to they're being eager, they're excited, they're looking forward to uh, the horse ride. Okay, let's take a short break. We'll be back in just a moment. We wanted to let you know that there's a premium version of the Travel Diaries course and this includes a set of lesson notes where you'll be able to read the text from each of the diaries and work through the vocabulary and any explanations that we've provided. There's also a video version of the text where we've left space for you to repeat the words and phrases used, giving you an opportunity to practice your speaking and your pronunciation. For more information about this, head to coffeebreakacademy.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome back. We are in Sacsayhuaman in Peru today and we are, well, we're going to find out what our three friends are going to get up to after their horse trip. Mm -hmm. Estamos en Sacsayhuaman y con nuestra nueva música que me encanta. <laughs> Perfecto. Okay, so let's read the next sentence. Cuando terminamos, volvimos al centro y comimos pisco y cuy. Okay, so they have finished. Cuando terminamos, when we finished our trip to Sacsayhuaman, volvimos al centro. We returned to the center, meaning the center of Cuzco. Y comimos pisco y cuy. Now, here we have food and drink. So you might be wondering why they say comimos. Comimos is more about having lunch. So for lunch, we had pisco y cuy. Vanina, ¿nos puedes explicar un poco... ¿Qué son pisco y cuy? Sí, vamos a ver. Pisco es una bebida típica de Perú. Bueno, de hecho, hay un poco de controversia porque la denominación de origen no está muy claro si es peruana o chilena. Entonces, ahí no podemos decir mucho. Pero, bueno, se trata de una bebida alcohólica que está hecha a partir de, de diferentes tipos de uvas. Uh -huh. So it's a, an alcoholic drink based on on different types of grapes, um, and there is a little bit of controversy, as as Marina said, as to whether this is a Peruvian drink or a Chilean drink. Um, it's a, a drink of the region, shall we say? Yeah, that's it, and it's very well known in different parts of the world. I think in Spain, uh, it's popular. It's popular in Portugal and. The United Kingdom, I think it is too, and also in the United States, so it's quite popular, this drink. But what is cuy, Marina? Cuy is the word that we use. Uh, in Spanish, we have cobaya. Entonces, esto es un, un animal que se cocina, es muy típico en la zona, y hay distintas formas de cocinarlo. Okay, so it is a cobaya, which is guinea pig, which is very typical in, in the region. Um, and as you said, there are different ways of, of cooking it. Yes, we have spicy cuy, picante. También podemos cocinarlo frito, fried, or roasted, asado. Hay otras formas de cocinarlo también que se llama chactado, que esa es muy tradicional. Okay, muy bien. 
the the thing about kui is that it actually is quite healthy. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it because it has very low fat and very high proteins. So they say it's a very very healthy dish. Muy bien. Okay, so let's continue on and uh, find out a little more about this. Creo que la comida era lo que más me estaba gustando del viaje. Ah, right. There are some interesting verbs in here. Creo que la comida era lo que más me estaba gustando del viaje. I guess that what we could have read here was Creo que la comida era lo que más me gustaba del viaje. But it does have a different meaning, a slightly different meaning. What we are hearing, I know, is saying I think that the food was that which was pleasing most to me about the journey. So she was liking the food most, trying all these different types of food. Um, but we're using que me estaba gustando, which was being pleasing to me. Sí, y aquí lo que da es un sentido de continuidad, porque como el viaje se desarrolla a lo largo de mucho tiempo, pues eh, utilizar el gerundio gustando nos da esa sensación de continuidad. Perfecto. So it is this sensation of continuity. It's an ongoing thing. It's not just something that, yeah, I like the food on the journey, but it's an ongoing thing. Every step that they take of the journey, they're getting more opportunities to try different foods. And that's what Ainoa is really liking. Como no pudimos ver San Blas, pasamos la tarde allí. Okay, so as we weren't able to see San Blas, they hadn't been able to see San Blas the previous day, pasamos la tarde allí, we spent the afternoon there. Vimos los talleres y la iglesia construida sobre el templo Inca. Okay, vimos los talleres, we saw the workshops, y la iglesia and the church construida sobre el templo Inca, which was built above the Inca temple. Mm -hmm. Compramos algunos recuerdos en los puestos locales. So we bought some uh, gifts, some souvenirs, en los puestos locales, in the local places. Terminamos el día en un bar, probando la cerveza cusqueña. Terminamos el día en un bar. So we ended the day in a bar, probando la cerveza cusqueña. Marina, what's going on here? Because we've got Cusco, but now we've got cusqueña. Mm -hmm. Porque se trata de una marca. Es la marca de la cerveza de allí. Entonces yo, que soy española de España, pues diría cuzqueña. Pero como la marca es de Cusco, pues ellos dicen cerveza cusqueña. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So, because it's a, a brand name, um, we change it to cusqueña, but with a capital C. So, cusqueña is what it would be called in, in, in Cusco. But in Spanish, in Spain... We would say cuzqueño if we're just talking about the adjective for the town. Does that make sense? Eso es perfecto. Okay. So we were trying, we were tasting, sampling the cerveza or cerveza cusqueña. Esteban, que probó todas las variedades, terminó un poco piripi y creo que me lanzó la caña varias ocasiones. 
Okay. So a couple of expressions in here. First of all, Esteban que probó todas las variedades. So there are different types of uh, cerveza cusqueña. Um, and he tried them all. And he ended up un poco piripi. He was a little bit tipsy, a little bit merry. <laughs> y creo que me lanzó la caña varias ocasiones. And I think that he literally... Well, what's going on here? Because caña is a word that we use when we're talking about beer. Yeah, but here we would use this word when we were talking about fishing. Okay, so it's a fishing rod and nothing to do with throwing a beer. Nothing, nothing. That would be a little bit aggressive. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So what is what is going on here? Lanzar la caña a alguien. Esta es una expresión muy típica, aunque realmente en el sur de España se utiliza más el verbo tirar. But anyway, lanzar or tirar meaning to throw. So they are like throwing the eh, caña, the fishing rod. Okay, so if you imagine someone throwing the fishing rod or throwing the, 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 the casting the, the fishing line and then reeling it in, what you're doing is kind of chatting up someone or something like that? Yeah, we have an old-fashioned verb in Spanish that is cortejar, so it's kind of the same. Yeah, so court in English, to court someone. Um, so he was chatting me up on uh, on a few occasions, so maybe there's something going on here in the, in the story. We'll leave it at that. We'll go back through the episode now and have a listen and see if we understand a little bit more this time. Sacsayhuaman era precioso. Estaba a escasos kilómetros del centro de la ciudad, así que, si nos organizábamos bien, podíamos seguir viendo Cuzco por la tarde. A Luisa le encantaban las piedras viejas, así que hicimos el tour guiado. Nos hablaron de los incas y de la fortaleza ceremonial, de los ritos y de la cultura precolombina. A Luisa le hacían los ojos chiribitas. Mientras tanto, Esteban y yo estábamos más ansiosos por el paseo a caballo. Había encarecido el precio del tour, pero merecía la pena. Cuando terminamos, volvimos al centro y comimos pisco y cuí. Creo que la comida era lo que más me estaba gustando del viaje. Como no pudimos ver San Blas, Pasamos la tarde allí. Vimos los talleres y la iglesia construida sobre el templo inca. Compramos algunos recuerdos en los puestos locales. Terminamos el día en un bar, probando la cerveza cusqueña. Esteban, que probó todas las variedades, terminó un poco piripi. Y creo que me lanzó la caña en varias ocasiones. Pues ya está. Uh, quizás uh, me gustaría probar un poco la, la cerveza cusqueña o oh, la cerveza cusqueña. <risa> y yo me tomaría solo una, no tantas como Esteban. Sí, no, no quieres uh, terminar un poco piripi, ¿no? No, por ahora estoy bien así. <risa> <risa> Perfecto. 
Well, you can check out the course version of this if you'd like to get more out of it. You can look for our lesson notes, which have vocabulary and uh, other expressions and other examples of some of the language used. And also the video version, which will help you practice your pronunciation as you read along with Ainoa. You can find all of that at coffeebreakacademy.com. And don't forget that you can follow the Travel Diaries on Instagram too. Each week we are posting photos of the amazing places visited by Ainoa, Luisa and Esteban on the Coffee Break Languages Instagram account. So search for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram and we look forward to your comments. Perfecto. Pues entonces, hasta la próxima. ¿A dónde iremos la próxima vez? Pues... Eh, la próxima vez es muy emocionante porque es el viaje a Machu Picchu. ¡Qué bien! Los ojos me harían chiribitas si pudiera ir a Machu Picchu, creo. Sí, a mí también. Y alucinaría pepinillos viéndolo. Tiene que ser un espectáculo. Perfecto. Pues entonces, hasta la próxima vez en Machu Picchu. ¡Hasta pronto! You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.